The problem with problems is that people think they're problems. I'm actually not trying to be coy or difficult when I say that. What I mean is that problems are almost always spoken of as something to be overcome by their answers. A problem is like a nuisance, uh, something that is to be avoided at all costs. Or if we have to deal with it, we deal with it only insofar as we come up with the solution, and usually the solution, singular, and then we don't talk about the problem anymore because the problem just goes away as soon as we have an answer, right? No, I don't think that's right. Problems are actually something much more alive and organic than that problem-solution binary would have us to believe. The image I'm getting in my mind as I'm talking is that a problem is something like a seed. Picture the seed in time-lapse video pushed under the ground, slowly starting to open up into two directions, one going down into the root system and the other going up into the flower, the stem or the plant or whatever, whatever goes above ground towards the sun. If the problem is like the seed, then it never actually goes away. It sort of feeds the upward growth of the plant or the issue and it digs down into the dirt and continues to thrive by sucking up moisture and whatever the dirt has to offer the plant. The problem doesn't go away. It actively lives along with whatever comes along in the wake of the problem. So I'm thinking of examples of this. And recently there was a uh, article in The Black Agenda, which is a, a left-leaning black blog um, about uh, this particular one was about Ibram Kendi and the notion of anti-racism. It was a scathing critique of this very popular notion in the U.S. right now. And I would say that what it does is it sort of highlights the problem with anti-racism, not in the old-fashioned idea of that which needs to be overcome, but more along the seed idea, the growing, living, organic notion of problem. So basically, though I disagree with the sort of tone of the, of the argument, it wasn't written in order to convince people who don't believe this already, but uh, I do agree with the content of this um, anti-racism uh, article, which basically was saying that there's something deeply disturbing about the amount of money that Kendi has gotten since his book books have been New York Times bestsellers. Millions of dollars donated to his um, his different foundations. And the, uh, the problem starts to appear not as that thing that we need in order to overcome racism or, if you're on the other side, another side of the spectrum, anti-racism. That's not what we're talking about here. The problem is that anti-racism as a concept, specifically when deployed through Kendi's terminology or Kendi's lens, is intimately tied up with the problems of cap with the workings of capitalism. So anti-racism is a money-making premise. Something's deeply disturbing about that. Is it actually going to have practical solutions in the world? Or is it going to be a word that gets abstracted away from action and used only to make money? Or to, if you're white, mark yourself as somebody who's aware of the problem and trying to fix it. Understood through this critique, anti-racism is a problem insofar as we can see what's living inside of it. 
a whole capitalist way of living that the United States, for example, is based on. And that's not going away anytime soon. So if we start talking about racism and anti-racism without talking about capitalism, or talking about the ways in which black ideas are sold or bought, then we're not really going to be talking about racism at all. We're going to be skirting it and talking about only the abstract level of the issue. After I read that article, I thought, well, this is going to be unpopular. And then I immediately thought of another problem, the problem of the popular. Consider it this way. Do you want something to be popular or do you not? If you're of the old avant-garde persuasion, then to be popular is not to be good art, certainly not to be cool. You don't want the many people saying that they understand what you're doing because you lose some mystique or mystery of your work. So you wouldn't want to be popular. On the other hand, if you have something truly valuable to say, no matter how complex it is, don't you want it to be popular? Meaning, don't you want it to be taken up by the many? But then on the other side of things, is that possible? Is it really possible for many, like the majority of people, to understand a really complex concept? Well, sure it is, isn't it? I go around and around, and that's actually quite generative in terms of thinking. The problem of the popular is that it's both wanted and not, that there are pitfalls and great strides to be had by developing popular ideas. So if we want to talk about the problem of the popular, we have to talk about whatever the seed is that leads off into these two supposedly divergent directions of something to be wanted, something to be avoided. I'm talking about all of this because problems is the keyword of the performance philosophy conference that's going to be held in 2021 in Helsinki, Finland. The name of the conference is the problems of performance philosophy. And by problems, we really mean this more complex organic living notion of problems. Not like what spats are there or what theoretical debates even are in the literature that's been published around performance philosophy, but what are the real driving issues that shape our practice as artists and scholars? What are the big questions that live within our artistic and scholastic offerings? These problems are not things that will ever be squelched or solved by articulate sentences or very artistic showings. They will always be maintained held out there as part of the artistic and scholarly expression. And that's what's so exciting about the theme. In this case, problems are not just problems. They are something much more complex. So I hope that you think about problems, think about problems as something other than just problems, and that you have a look on our Facebook page to get the information about the 2021 Helsinki Conference Maybe you should come along and think about performance philosophy problems with us.